Hello, scary dolls. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. I'm Mandy. I'm Ashley. I'm Caro. And we are Scary Not Scary Podcast. Boo. What up? I sound <laughs> really country. Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Scary Not Scary Podcast. <laughs> you sound like you're from New, New, New York. <laughs> oh, no, wrong accent. No. <laughs> you said podcast. Podcast. <laughs> we are drinking sweet hay. Oh, man. So we were just talking about picturing Ashley bald. Because yeah. I want to shave my head. She's pulling her Britney Spears 2012. <laughs> What year was no, it? No, it's like 2007, Britney Spears. Oh, yeah. damn, girl, I'm way off. <laughs> <laughs> 2012? Uh. No, the world was supposed to end in 2012. Oh, yeah, you're right. On True. birthday. Yeah. True. Yeah, so um, we were on our way over here, and she was telling me that she wants to start shave off her head. head and start fresh. And I want pretty like, hair again. I was like, when I have that picture in my head, don't do it. So we told Gato <laughs> to picture her bald, and she said, no. no. Uh-uh, girl. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just thought want about beautiful like, hair. I thought about like doing like half my head, like this, like a little, like a little slither, Section. a little slither right here, like little strikes, stripe things. I, but like I was when too scared. Just shave half of it, but then when it grows back, it starts looking funky. Like you yeah. know how Demi Lovato had it, she had a little patch. Oh yeah, okay, like that. But then when her hair started growing back, it looked really weird, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to like cut my hair short. It <laughs> looks like insane. someone just got the scissors and <laughs> fucked it up. Mistake, right? or like you know, like the little kids when they cut like their bangs and they're like. <laughs> Sprawled out like that. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what I'm like. saying. Just go for it and fully commit and just shave your head. Oh my head. gosh. No, I, don't I think can't I could. Do it. I feel like I have a weird shaped head. I would cry. I don't even know the shape. I love of my, my head. hair. I'm like attached to it. L- you're yeah. literally attached to your hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Me? You are? <laughs> Let me I see. Am. Let me pull it. It all comes off. <laughs> it's a wig. It's a facade. <laughs> She's not real. <laughs> No, I. It took me a long time to grow this. I used to look like Laura Farquaad, but it looks good now. <laughs> you did. I remember she like she like had this bin. Like she was just like, I'm I gonna was, cut my hair. I it was, was like, hot really? that day. Right? I was like, don't it do was it. Hot and that day. Yeah. And I was like, Miranda, it's fucking hot, and I'm pissed, and she I want to cut my hair. Frustrated. And she's like, No, don't do it. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm gonna do it. And she's like, No, you're not. Whatever. So I was like, Okay. Next day I came back. It was like shoulder length, and I was like. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was working that. the front desk and then she comes up to me. She's like, good morning. And I was like, why? <laughs> I was like, it looks cute on you, but I know how you are. Cause you're like me. Why? <laughs> I cried. <laughs> and see, cause I did that when I, cause then I had my blue, um, my blue ombre. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got the job there at the hospital and I was like, okay, well I have to cut my hair. And then I was like, well, no, I could just, di- I could just die over it. And I was like, you know what? I want something new. I'm going to dye my hair. I mean, I'm going to cut my hair. So I got it like up to my neck. Like it was short. short. And I loved it. And then like, I went through like stages of grief. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It was True. horrible. I cried. It I regretted it. Like I was angry. So I told her, I was like, you're just like me. You're going to regret it. I and did. She did. <laughs> yeah. I always regret it. I remember as soon as I got out of the hair salon, I, I called my well, my ex-boyfriend at the time, I'm like, I look like Laura Farquaad. <laughs> He's like, oh my God. <laughs> That's when you wear extensions a lot too. Yeah. I yeah. was like, it's yeah. okay. There's extensions. Yeah. I had in my That's why extensions. they were invented. Like, I really want to cut my bangs. You see how long they are? But it took me forever to get them this long. So mm-hmm. I can do like that cute flippy flip. thing. Oh yeah. yeah. And I want to cut them so bad. I'm like, don't no, do it. Cause do it. then I'm going to be like, Guys, see, so I like Mandy with bangs though. See, like yeah. I have my bangs, but. I want to grow, want to grow them out, but then I see like my wrinkles right here. 
Mm. And so I'm like, no. See, I feel like I look like a little girl with bangs. No, my so forehead is too small for bangs. Really? My bangs would be like an inch long. <laughs> my, I have a little I'm forehead. Botox. I just feel like it makes me look <laughs> little. So I'm like, that's why I don't do bangs. Anymore. I'm not going to get Botox. I'm too scared. <laughs> I'd see the needle and like pass it. out. Oh, no. <laughs> I oh, thought about gosh. it. I was like, no, right. no I'm not going to do it. I'm too scared. I don't want to spend the money on it. That too. True. And it, I mean, do you take insurance? <laughs> Can you take it out of my payroll? <laughs> Can you take it out of my paycheck? Do you do payroll deductions? <laughs> yeah, literally where we work, there's a next door. There's like a, a gift shop. Yeah. But then there's also like a surgeon, like a plastic surgery place. Uh-huh. And you will usually, since we work there, we can do payroll redu- deduction, like at the cafeteria or the gift shop. But I'm like, if I want lip fillers, can y'all do a payroll <laughs> deduction? And they're probably like, bitch, get no. out. <laughs> if y'all could see my face right now. <laughs> I really, I'm going to get them. Um, I'm going to get lip fillers. I'm going to come in here looking like big do not big lip fillers. I think that's Carolina. Carol's goal in life is to be like big like Carol, Carolina, <laughs> you do not need need lip fillers your mm-hmm. lips are already big and plump thanks it looks like you get thanks. lip fillers that's how plump they are really yes you do not need yeah. them okay i'm gonna get them oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> i'm gonna just po- i'm just gonna keep sending you that meme i always send you of that mm-hmm. girl with the big lips oh but oh those are really God. botched girl yeah true don't do it your lips are already big and pretty thanks and in your head, I'm still gonna get them. I'm still gonna get them. I'm gonna disown you. <laughs> so this week we are talking about Ashley's favorite. Yay! Yay! Clowns. I'm so excited. Can you tell? Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> You're super excited. I'm so mm-hmm. excited. For so this for those of you who don't know. Ashley is absolutely terrified of clowns. Yes. And I don't know how we did it. We were having like a scary, not scary family dinner last Tuesday. Oh, yeah. And we all convinced her to do it. (laughs) Everyone. Bullied is the the correct term there. We did not bully. (laughs) It didn't take long to convince you. (laughs) Thanks, Nick. We were all like (laughs) sitting around talking and then God was like, when are we going to talk about clowns? And then I was like, oh, we could do like clown murders. And Nick's like, yes. Do it. Just do it. And Ashley was kind of mad. I didn't say anything at first. And then I was like, fine. Well, if you think about it, you're just going to get it over with. True. It's like ripping off a tight bandaid. True. Over a hairy arm. Very hairy. Very hairy (laughs) arm. Very hairy arm. (laughs) (laughs) Not even like regular tape. It's like masking tape. Yes. Or packing tape. Thick. (laughs) Real thick tape. Thick with four C's tape. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, that's thick. So I was telling you earlier when I was, so I helped Ashley a little bit with her research. She did. Like if we looked, if we looked up clowns, she would have like probably peed her pants. Yeah. So I found, I found a few stories and I was like, okay, this is what I found. Pick what you want. (laughs) So I cheated a little bit for this episode. But it's okay. She came over yesterday and I helped her. Well, if there's ever an episode that I need help with, I know y'all will help me then. Yes. <laughs> um, the Whenever we talk about the exorcism and stuff, y'all gonna have to do that. Of course. I'll just do like history things. I'll help you so it'll much. I'll like dress like it'll her. It'll be like we're in school again. We'll have like a study party. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, coffee. With coffee and mm-hmm. a bunch of snacks. <laughs> and we'll have Ghost Adventures playing in the background. Yeah. Right, your favorite part, so 10 seconds better. in. <laughs> 
That was one time. <laughs> so like a lot of the so there's not like a lot of clown murders. There's not. There's the big obvious one. Yeah. And then the one that you're doing. Yeah. Garo, and then the rest of them were a bunch of creeps dressed up as clowns molesting kids. And y'all know how I feel about that. And like I was like, if I do one of these stories, Tim's gonna have to edit like the whole podcast out. Like my whole segment's gonna have to be edited out because I'll be cussing the whole it's time. It's all beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep. <laughs> so like mother beep. Yeah, so what I decided to talk about is the clown epidemic that happened a few years ago. Do y'all remember that? Mm -hmm. Where, like, there's a bunch of clown sightings everywhere in the U.S. And, well, I don't know if y'all know, but it spread to the U.K. In the U.K., there is actually people getting hurt. So there was, like, mobs of people that had, like, chainsaws and axes that were beating people, not to death, but very severely, like, to where they had to get hospitalized. <gasps> oh, hell. Um, there are clowns that are, like, popping out of bushes. Yeah, all this crazy stuff. Um, so I decided to talk, to talk about that. So in 2016, there is a clown epidemic not only here in the U.S., but around the world. And this is a quote from um, Stephen Pohl. He's a journalist from the U.K., And he said, a magic combination of childhood fears, social media and psychology has powered and spread the clown sightings around the world. But will Halloween mark peak clown? And what would you do if you were confronted by one? So what would you do, Ashley? I would punch it in the face or in the ball and run away. <laughs> I'd get I would throw AR-15. something at it. That's what I would do. So this is where like <laughs> it peaked. So the clown craze started in the U.S., of course, because this is where everything crazy starts. Yep. Um, so the clown craze started in the U.S. Since the beginning of August 2016, there were people dressed up as clowns popping up everywhere. Rumors spread that this was actually a PR, a PR stunt um, for the upcoming remake of It. Yeah, And then in Wisconsin, there is also clown sightings. Um, and there is this one clown that was standing in the middle of the street and he was holding black balloons um, in Green Bay. Um, and this was actually a marketing ploy by a local indie movie film called Gags. And this was produced by a local named Adam Cause. And then after that, clowns just began to pop up everywhere. So basically, like people were posting on social media, hashtags, all that. It was like this huge trendy thing on Twitter. So basically, like social media caused this huge frenzy. Um, in Pennsylvania, September 2016, there is a 16-year-old high school sophomore named Christian Torres that was stabbed to death. So what he was doing is Damn. he was um, part of like this prankster and I had to actually do a lot of digging because there was a lot of back and forth between um, between the investigators about who was actually wearing the mask. Was it the victim? Was it the person that stabbed them? Was it just somebody else like on standby just like watching it happen? So there's like multiple different reports and different stories that came in about who was actually wearing the mask. Well, that's when 29-year-old Avery Valentine Avery Valentine Bear um, turned himself in and said he was the one that stabbed the 16-year-old. So basically what he said is that he was outside of his home and he saw Christian walking down the street wearing the scary clown mask, scaring other kids. So it turned into him confronting him, telling him to stop, turned into a shouting match, pushing match, pushing um match and then which resulted into him stabbing the kid to death oh my god so he got um he got put into jail for first degree murder and other charges um that were related to that um but he actually got um 
for third degree murder. They didn't Damn. put him for first degree. It was third degree. Yeah. So they took it as like he was so angry in the moment because of everything that was going on with the clown frenzy that he was so angry he stabbed him. So that was him. So kind of like one of those crimes of passion thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was just so mad in the moment that he stabbed him to death. Yeah. And also I think what helped to like reduce his conviction was because he turned himself in because yeah. nobody knew who did it. He left him there to die yeah. on the sidewalk. Ay, and then I don't know how many days it took him. That's what I was trying to find out is like the time period of like the boy dying and then like how long it took him to actually turn himself in. Yeah. Apparently it was very quickly. So the article that got published September, 2016, I think it was a week later that they they somebody finally covered that he turned himself in, but oh. they didn't say exactly when. So I'm assuming like from the time it was like a week apart. Yeah. So somewhere in between he turned himself in. So I think that's what reduced his um, conviction. Yeah. So there is another sighting of a clown um, that was hiding in the woods, supposedly whispering to kids to come to him. What? Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so basically what he was doing, he was hiding in the woods and saying, hey, kid, Psst, come here. Hey, kid. Oh, hell no. Uh-uh. Come <laughs> Ashley, come here. Come, come Ashley. Ashley. I would Candy. throw a rock at it. <laughs> so um, locals that were around the area, um, you know, kids went to their parents and told neighbors what was going on. They went to the wooded area. They didn't see the clown. Um, one kid came running and said they they saw the clown and that he was saying, hey, kid, come here. And he went running towards the group and they called authorities. Authorities said, don't do anything. We're on our way. More kids came running and said they saw the same clown. So... The locals took it upon themselves to get guns and start firing off in the wooded area. Oh, yeah. But the clown was nowhere to be found. He had her oh, run off after it. that. Um, Facebook posts, videos, news articles are being posted everywhere around the world. Um, social media was the biggest one because everybody has Facebook. Everybody has Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think around this time, Instagram wasn't too big. I think it just came out. So yeah. it wasn't as big. So it was mainly like Facebook. I mean, yeah, Facebook and um twitter that was like the biggest thing one student in georgia was arrested for taking a knife to school to protect herself from the clowns (gasps) another student arrested was arrested for posting a request on social media for one of the killer clowns to go and kill her teacher Uh, so they were posting all this stuff on social media like making it popular giving it attention so these pranksters were like hey let's do it more and like other people were getting involved it was in like kids that was weird that yeah. sounded like something that like was somebody weird. walking upstairs but there's not an upstairs yeah <laughs> it was a clown actually <laughs> so it turned into like adults doing it from adults to teenagers from teenagers to kids like it was Mm. this huge thing that happened so in the uk on friday september 2016 police of newcastle got multiple reports of someone dressed up as a creepy clown hiding in the bushes jumping out and scaring children over the next few days half a dozen reports of such clowns incidents were made there is a teenage clown arrested for the possession of a blade, walking around with the blade, scaring people. October 5th of 2016, tabloids announced terrifying clown craze had hit the shores of our towns. 
And from there, the epidemic spread throughout the UK. Um, 17-year-old student Megan Bell was one of the first victims. She was walking home from school. It was late at night. She stayed late to study. She was walking down the street. She has a long life fear of clowns, just like you, Ashley. <laughs> Super terrified. She has PTSD from what happened this night. She's walking home, home from school. She was chased down the street by one clown. And then multiple of them came out from the bushes and were chasing her all the way home. Oh, she, she was like pale in the face, sh- like scared, shaken. She had to go to therapy. She never recovered from it. She has PTSD from it. She can't walk down the street. She Nothing like absolutely. She cannot look at anything that has to do with clowns because she goes back to what happened to her that night. Oh, heck no. Mm-mm. Yeah. So poor baby. Clowns were chasing people, not only in that small town in the UK, but this happened in Wales, Manchester, Sheffield, Liverpool, then eventually everywhere. It spread. Concerned parents made multiple Facebook posts about the incidents, but not realizing that this helped bring attention to the clown frenzy. Um, So this turned into like groups of people coming out. And getting together to do this. So law enforcement went to different schools and also did like a broadcasting telling children in the UK, if you come across a clown, whether you're far away, you see them for a little bit, they come in, they disappear. They want them to call 999. So that's their 911 in the UK. Easy. So after this happened, like thousands of reports came in of clown sightings. Um, but no physical abuse happened yet. So yet. this was just people walking around with blades, um, harassing people, like chasing them, but like no physical abuse. So Commander Julian Bennett pointed out antisocial behavior can leave people feeling scared, anxious and intimidated. And I would urge those who are causing fear and alarm to carefully consider the impact their actions that they're leaving on others. Because what happened to Megan, she has PTSD. She, yeah. she can't come back from that. Yeah. So clown sightings actually go back all the way to the 1980s. A lot of fear of clowns come from films like It, Poltergeist with that little doll that was possessed. Um, And also the biggest case, John Wayne Gacy was the biggest one that caused fear. Um, In 2014, there was a small clown that there was a clown that popped up in a small town in Wasco, California. I'm sorry, Wasco, California, um, that spread. And actually, his sighting got more popular on Facebook. So his was like a huge trending thing. So this happened in 2014, too. So groups of clown pranksters were terrorizing people also um, in that time as well. October 2014, in France, two... um, 14 teenagers were arrested in South France after arming themselves with knives, baseball bats, pistols. Um, so what they would do is they would walk around and pretty much just intimidate people. They're just walking around, holding up their bats. Um, there was one clown that had a chainsaw that was chasing cars down the street in South of France. Damn. Um, so when they arrested these 14 teenagers, they got up to four months of jail time. Um, four months is not even four months, enough yeah. to scare them. I feel. Well, I feel like it was if it was the U.S., they would have trialed them. Yeah, because yeah. we trial everybody here. <laughs> oh, and Texas, girl, especially Texas. <laughs> 
one person was arrested for beating a pedestrian with an iron bar while wearing the outfit. A student had his hand sliced off while defending himself from an axe wielding towards him. Um, school children are being, of course, another chased by clowns. This was all in 2014. So 2016 wasn't was wasn't the only year. That's just when it became bigger. Yeah. The assault started getting so bad that a town in southern France actually banned clown costumes. So not even Halloween, they do not sell clown costumes. Oh my God. They do not allow any like TV shows. I don't even know if a McDonald's is out there. Like cuz it's completely banned from that town cuz it got so bad. Yeah. So coming back to 2016, President Pam Moody, um, she's the president of World, the World Clown Association, stated that this clown epidemic brought a very bad light to people who are clowns, who are professional clowns, to clown, people that are actually like this is their job. Um, so whether these pranksters realize it or not, she said that people who love clowning for like birthday parties, events, etc., that are professional clowns, this is like what they do to make money. Um, they take this job very seriously. And like, because of this whole epidemic, it put these individuals in danger. Memberships of the World Clown Association is the biggest world trade group of clown professionals. And this actually dropped. From 3,500 people in 2014 um, to 25 in 2014. So, like, people were signing up like crazy. And because all of this stuff started happening, like, the memberships dropped. And so they started losing money. Um, So since the latest sightings in 2016, many clown professionals were scared to make public appearances, to go out in public. This resulted into them canceling events, some of them quitting. And so that profession is slowly dying because of it. I just feel like I feel bad. But then again, I don't. I do. But I feel very bad. I feel bad for the people that are very sincere about the professions. Like, you know, like there's people that take advantage of it, like the child molesters and stuff like that. Shit pisses me off. Y'all know this. Yeah. (laughs) But like the people that are very sincere that this is their job, their profession. They love yeah, doing it. Like and for them to be smile. scared to go outside because honestly, oh, like this turned bad. Like there is riots of like people, like pedestrians, like yeah. banding together, like wanting to literally like shoot and stab anybody who is wearing a clown costume. Yeah. yeah. And like it turned into like people fearing for their lives because these are people that this is their profession. They could be walking down the street to a birthday party. Somebody sees it here in Texas. You know, you can carry a gun. They're going to turn around and shoot them. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what it started turning into. So they were looking at it as like the law enforcement wasn't doing anything about it. So I'm going to take it into my own hands. There was a riot that happened in uh, Penn State College. A group of people or like some students spotted a clown on campus. And so there was this riot of them looking for this clown. And it turned out to be a theater student. That was just walking oh. to go um, to go perform. <laughs> that makes me so sad. Yeah. So, I mean, it oh just turned gosh. into this huge thing, but it's all because... Stupid people. Stupid people. Yeah. yeah. So, recently, there hasn't been as many clown sightings. The ep- epidemic seems to have died down, but I'm sure we can agree that the huge influence was social media. Like, social media is what brings all this stuff to light, mm-hmm. what brings it to... Become and it's popular. Also, like I'm pretty sure there was a lot of like fake stuff going around. Oh yeah, about clowns. So uh, another um, thing that I had read is that there is a lot of false 
like reports too. So like people were just like calling in, making all these false reports, like that there is like clowns that they're seeing somebody hold, holding a knife. I was taking a shower and I saw somebody standing outside my window, staring in, wearing a clown mask. Like there was all these like millions of false reports that were coming through. So like it For got to what? the point, it got to the point where law enforcement didn't know, even know what to believe. Sometimes yeah. they wouldn't even go out to go check. It just got really bad. So because when the real reports came in, law enforcement didn't go because they weren't sure if it was what was real or not. They don't want to waste their time when there's somebody down the street trying to get kidnapped or some, getting kidnapped or there was a burglary hap- happening. They'd rather go to those than these. It's kind of like um, the boy who cried wolf. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they didn't know what to believe. So because they weren't showing up when clown sightings were actually really happening, that's when the public took it into their own hands and decided to, quote, handle it themselves so <laughs> handle it themselves yeah <laughs> and like mm-hmm. hurt these people uh annoyed so yeah that's the clown epidemic and see like if i spot it i mean i hate clowns i do not like them even like the happy ones and i don't like them but if i see one across the street i'm not gonna go and shoot it i'm just gonna like stare at it and watch it yeah. as it's walking by. observe yeah. it like, i'm just gonna but make also sure too, okay so scary. like it's one thing to like stand there and be creepy yeah but, like to actually arm yourself to intimidate people like people are gonna react to that shit yeah, like exactly. you're gonna get you're gonna get hurt like come yeah. on and then like chasing kids too if they chased my daughter oh hell like oh yeah. hell, i would have like shot someone yeah. i would have shot someone like, and that's how and that's how you easy. know that's how that starts happening like that's yeah. how people start getting hurt because you know don't do stupid shit yeah. like that like it reminds me of this one time i saw a video of this guy he was pretending to like be shot like you know like they were playing a prank on mm-hmm. somebody and they played the prank on the wrong person and he was actually like had a license to carry a gun yeah so he saw him getting shot so he like ran around the corner saw the guy with the pretend gun and actually shot him yeah good i mean like he didn't die but he got like he gets yeah but they were pretending to like be the shooter and that's what's so bad too about pranking like you can prank the wrong person and like seriously get hurt Mm -hmm. not only that but that's the wrong kind of pranking like yeah be considerate the clown that was in the woods like whispering to the kids come (gasps) here like come on like when you think of that you think of a pervert you know what i mean oh yeah I, I, already I, would gone out there. I would have gone out there with a gun do. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I Especially here. I and we can just <laughs> actually we have a gun like vending thrown machines. from afar. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, <laughs> but, you know, because all of this happened, True. I do feel bad for the professional clowns. Yes. Like, yeah. That that mm-hmm. membership is like going downhill. Like there's like less and less people signing up for the profession and <sighs> they're losing money and. And it's I sad. So bad because that's one thing like you grew up with, like birthday parties, get a clown like. They're supposed to make you happy. And now these days people think of clowns and it's like, yeah, scary. scary. Yeah. And a lot of it too is because of like the scary movies and stuff that they have out. Like there's like top seven scary movies of clowns, top 10, top 100. Like they demonize these clowns. And then Mm -hmm. when you see the professional ones, like (laughs) you're like terrified you I, know? I would always think that even though they were like happy that they were gonna like grow fangs yeah and eat me like on in it when he grew like his teeth came out <laughs> i literally thought like a happy clown was gonna like be like oh hello and then <laughs> yeah bite me oh. yeah i was but, scared of clowns 
I'm still scared of clowns. I know. It makes me feel bad, though. Yeah, it does. It, does. it makes me feel bad. But then I'm like, hi, oh, you idiots. <laughs> Gosh, Karen. It's crazy, though, like how fast it spread. Yeah. Like, that's how influenced people get just from social media. Like, this is mm-hmm. all from social media. That's where it yeah. all started. It wasn't like the tabloids. It was social media. That's mm-hmm. where everybody is on their phone, on Facebook, on Twitter. They and see things. It pops up. That's, they see all, fake that's stuff. how easily people are influenced to doing stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why if it comes out on Facebook, I don't believe anything. I'm just like, okay, (laughs) sure, whatever. Facebook told me. (laughs) You're retarded. No. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Hey, you know, I'm guilty of it. You know, like, I think we're all guilty of it. But it's just crazy that, you know, I read an article, too, uh, from somebody from the UK. And they were, like, saying, like, all frenzies and, like, all craze. Of course, it started in the U.S. I'm like, damn. <laughs> God, why you got to call us out like I that? I know. I was like, damn. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. true though. Damn. <laughs> it's true. I'm but like, right. it's not my fault. Y'all followers. Not just kidding. <laughs> Getting all defensive. Right? <laughs> Come at me, girl. I was sitting there. I was like, God. Damn. It's true. I though. mean, it's true. But damn. Like, why do you have to like, call me out like that? <laughs> uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, I just. It is. Mm-hmm. It just made me it hate clowns even more. There's so much on the clown epidemic. Like what I covered, it's not even half of what's out there. I had to like really summarize, summarize everything synapses. and like pick and choose like what I was going to talk about because there's so much and there's so many videos and like coverage on it. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. So y'all should go and look it up because yeah, look it up. You'll learn so much and like there's so much crap out there. But that's yep. what I decided to cover. <laughs> Okay. I think you're next. Yeah, I'm next. Okay. I'm next. I'm just like, I can't, I don't know. Because it's clowns. I just, I love clowns. Okay. I don't. I just, I get sad. (laughs) Okay. So mine is on, some people call this case the real life it case. Picked it just for you, girl. (laughs) Um, So one time, like one day I was just on YouTube like always and I came across this, um, story um i usually watch kendall ray i don't know if y'all watch her but yeah i love her so she um covered the story so um this story is about a woman named marlene warren the story takes place in palm beach county florida so this was a super rich nice neighborhood it was called the arrow club um it was for very wealthy people so like john f kennedy would play golf there sometimes like they would see donald trump there you know like just very wealthy. Marlene and Michael Warren lived in this neighborhood with their son, Joseph. May 26th, 1990, someone pulled up to the home of Marlene. Um, it was only her, I think, and her son and his friends, but they were like upstairs doing something. So um, Marlene noticed that there was someone in the driveway. So in the driveway, it was 11 in the morning, by the way. Um, so there was a person driving a white Chrysler LeBaring. I don't know if I'm saying that right. So, um, they were dressed in a clown outfit. Um, Marlene opens the door. Um, so, you know, very early in the day in a nice neighborhood. So, I mean, your first reaction isn't, oh shit, they're going to kill me. You know what I mean? Um, so this clown had complete, complete face paint. The only thing you could really see was the eyes. So the clown had like, um, you know, the whole thing, wig, um, whole outfit, gloves, nose, the whole nine. Um, so this clown is carrying some flowers and a balloon. The balloon said, you're the greatest. 
right? So Marlene opened the door um, thinking it was like a greeting or like one of those, what do you call them? Like like the singing like grams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, the she singing was, runs. yeah. So um, I've always wanted one of those. Me too. <laughs> so like um, Marlene is taking the gifts from this clown. She's like, oh my God, she's admiring the flowers. They're, she really likes them. They're really pretty. Um, the clown suddenly grabs a gun and shoots her in the mouth. Point blank. She's. What? Yeah. So the, the clown just shoots her. After this, the clown walked over to the car like nothing happened. Super casual, got into the car, drove off. So Joseph, her son, uh, he was upstairs with his friends. He heard and he came running down. Um, so there was a neighbor out walking the dog and the kids run outside and they're like, um, help. They shot Joey's mom. So um, the guy who's walking the dog, his wife right away, she calls 911. Marlene was taken to the hospital right away, but she passed away due to her injury. She passed away two days later. Um, mm. Marlene's family was devastated. They didn't think anyone could ever do this. She was such a good person. Um, she had a really big heart. But the clown thing was really weird because it turns out that Marlene and her family have always had a thing for clowns. So they had a room in their house that was like a circus room. They had paintings. They had pictures. They had like little statues. They had clowns all over the place. She, they loved clowns. So um, like, what are the odds of that? Is it a coincidence? Did someone close know that she liked clowns? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, the costume makes a lot of sense because if you're trying to kill someone, you're not going to wear a ski mask in the middle of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of suspicious. If you go out, at 11 in the morning in a clown outfit, people are going to think like, oh, she's that's a clown going to like a birthday party or you know what I mean? So um, to me, I thought, OK, well, that makes sense. Um, I wouldn't. So <laughs> I'm mean, like, the fuck is a clown I doing know. out here? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, if you think about it, it's a nice neighborhood. I don't think she ever thought any. Thing yeah, like that could ever didn't. happen. So um, people naturally question Michael, her husband, but he had a really good alibi. He was at some car races with um, his friends. So, you know, I mean, it couldn't be him. Marlene and Michael were having some marital problems, though. And um, at one point, Marlene told her parents, if I ever if I ever die, it was Michael. Um, so uh, people suspected well, Marlene suspected that Michael was having an affair. Um, see, Michael, he owned a used car lot. And um, you know what car he had there? A white Chrysler LeBaron. Bitch. Yes, girl. What? So in the back of the car, there was a brown paper bag. Um, in the bag, there were some fibers. It looked like they might have been from a clown wig, but people weren't sure. Back then, DNA wasn't like, they couldn't test it like super well. So was this well. Yeah. like 1990? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't too like advanced. Um, so, you know, there there was rumors that Michael's mistress was a woman named Sheila King. She ran a repo business um, and actually worked with Michael a lot of the time. Um, they were usually seen together, like getting lunch, going on business trips, mm -hmm. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. um, but also like there was a big red flag. Michael was actually paying for an apartment for her. And so Sheila's neighbors saw Michael there so often that they thought they were married. 
So, oh, yeah. Bastard. So, like, did he take an easy way out, like, to avoid a messy divorce, you know? So, um, they both had a lot of money. So, um, not Sheila, but the yeah. Marlene and Michael. They both had a lot of money. Um, they had properties, um, but everything was mostly under Marlene's name. So, Michael would benefit, actually, from... Marlene's death because he would get like full control of the properties, businesses, ownership of their home, and it would equal like a seven figure payout. <gasps> Holy damn. Yeah. So he would get a lot more money if she was dead that if she was alive, you know? Um, it was the husband. Right. They ended up tracking down the store where the costume was bought. Um, so the store owner said, um, they interviewed her. So she said they were closed and all of a sudden they get like a knock on the door and it's this lady and she's like, I really need a costume. And they're like, well, we're closed. Can you come back tomorrow during business hours? And she's like, no, I really need a costume today. I need it right now. And the lady was like, uh, okay, like, sure. What are you looking for? So she got a clown costume and she said that she's like, I understand if, um, it was the day before Halloween you need a costume, you know, but this was May. What's the urgency? Why do you need a costume like next day now, like soon right now, you know? And I mean, there ain't no Amazon Prime. So (laughs) not back then. (laughs) So the owner um, was doing the interview or whatever. And then um, they showed her a picture of Sheila. And she said, yeah, that kind of looks like like the girl who came in and bought the costume. Oh, yeah. um, but they were never like really able to prove there was them. They, so they weren't able to prove that they were having an affair. They weren't be, like there was yeah, just not, not enough, enough evidence. evidence to like. It was all speculation them. and like he said, she said. Yes. Yeah. So some time passed and, you know, they were never able to prove anything. So uh, until recently, some reporter decided to do some investigating and found out that Mike and Sheila got married in Vegas. So 12 years after Marlene died, they got married and they had a whole new life. Like um, Sheila didn't go by Sheila anymore. She went by Debbie. She dyed her hair blonde. She had brown hair. She dyed her hair blonde. Um, They had like this restaurant. I don't remember. Purple Cow, I think. It was like a drive through restaurant that mm-hmm. they owned together, like in Tennessee or something. So completely they moved. They nobody ever even knew like their neighbors that they used to live in Florida. So um, the police actually did a good job preserving evidence on this case because in the 90s, DNA technology like kind of sucked. So anyway, they tested the clown wig fibers and Sheila's DNA was on them. So finally, like they had something years, some sort of evidence 12 years later. Oh, my God. So September 27, 2018. So this was recent. Um, Sheila was arrested and charged for Marlene's murder. Um, She pled not guilty. Okay, but, you know, the state was seeking the death penalty. And um, so she's still awaiting trial. It's in 2020 this year. And it said February 2020. So I was looking up everything, but I couldn't find it. So I don't know. I'm going to keep up with this case, but I hope she gets the death penalty. I really do. But for now, the case is still like. She took away a mother from her kids. Yes. Mm -hmm. For a selfish, a selfish ass reason. Yeah. 
But so it was the hoe. Yes, it was the hoe. <laughs> it it's, was the hoe. It's always the homewrecker. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Holy so I mean, crap. I can't say like what like the ending because I it's, we're still it's waiting for it. It's, it's still pending. Holy yeah, crap. but um, it took that long for them to figure. Like, if you put the pieces together, like even with the lady at the wig at the clown store or whatever. The, the costume, store. costume store. She said it looked like her, but it just sucked that back then DNA wasn't mm-hmm. so like. Well, just like how they found the Golden State Killer, they found him through one of those ancestry sites. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, years later, yeah, whatever years DNA later. they found, like they they had somebody surveilling his uh, home, and they got mm-hmm. a cup that he threw out and matched it up. Was that's it how they cup? found him. It was a mm-hmm. tissue, I think. Yeah, it's a, a cup tissue. or a tissue. They yeah, got yeah. his DNA off of like his, you know, from and, his trash. And people were actually mad that they took that out of his trash because they said it was an invasion of of his privacy. But it's like it's if on the curb. It's if city you're property. Killing, okay, but if you're killing all these people, who gives a fuck about the invasion of privacy? Like, yeah, you're a killer. And he was a cop. <laughs> But yeah, simmer down. This is a story of Marlene Warren. Uh, rest in peace, little lady. But I hope she gets the justice and I hope Sheila Keen and she changed her name to Sheila Warren. So and like the husband, like, did they question is he still alive? Like did they still alive? Um, but I think he's awaiting trial too. They both pled not guilty. We'll see what happens. So they're both in cahoots. Pretty yeah. much. He was probably like, well, you should kill her because I can't but, kill her because yeah. I'm the husband. They're going to look at me, blah, blah, blah. I want to I wanna know went. more about him, too. Like, That's why he went to the race races with his friends to have it to cover up. To have an alibi. He obviously had this chick all wrapped up around his finger and would do anything for him. Obviously. And oh, so he convinced her like to kill his wife for money and for them to be together. And honestly, I'm glad that and they because did a he wanted move. A, and because he wanted a good payout. Yeah. And I'm glad they got married. I'm glad they got married and somebody found out because if they wouldn't have gotten married, I don't know if people would have even put cared. Put, yeah. They would have charged her and not him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. But they would have the, looked all at her. And then, like, maybe, because he could have just been like, oh, no, it's just like a fling. Like, she yeah. was crazy. He could have easily have said that. But because they got married, they yes. were able to trap them. You know they're, what I mean? They're fucking retarded. And to start a whole new life, opening a restaurant together and, and his name. Just hit the, their son. Like, annoying. Um, did they didn't anything say about anything the about no. the son. I was just going mostly on the video. I didn't like. I wonder if he had go suspicions. Full. I'm sure he did. But even when. It's just, it makes me so mad that there was all these signs. Like, he'd own a fucking car dealership and the car dealership had the white Chrysler bearing that the clown was driving. Like, yeah. what are the odds? Yeah. Pisses was, me off. Yeah, they they could have, like, helped them and I don't know. Like, yeah. nowadays, like, that would have been a complete, like, oh, it's in the same dealership? Bring them in. Bring them like, in. Mm-hmm. That exactly. Definitely. They, they should have interrogated them for, like, 48 hours, like, the way they normally do to people. Yeah. Like, they could have done that back then. You know, yeah. and they sent him to to jail, but it wasn't because of um they sent him to jail before him and what's her name got married? Sheila. But it wasn't because of um the murder. He was actually like really crooked while selling his cars. Um, he would like reverse the mileage and make he it was seem selling, like, like limited. Uh, yes. Okay. Total Matilda vibes. Yeah. <laughs> so they got him, they gave him like six years, I think, for that. But motherfucker, 
Well, I'm glad that she's finally getting justice Justice for her murder. What a fucking good job for the police to like keep that evidence sealed tight. Those fibers had her DNA all over it years later. Like so crazy. That is insane, dude. She's fucking retarded. Why did she keep that bag in the car? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking retard, man. God was like, if I was going to murder somebody, I would burn it. (laughs) If I was going to murder someone, I would have burned the whole car. Right. Well, oh, I mean, that, I don't know. I'm glad <laughs> she's. I'm glad she's finally getting justice. Yeah, me too. But Rest I wonder. Peace. Yeah, that's just crazy. But I wonder why they do that. But even while you were talking, I was like, they did yeah. it. They did <laughs> it. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. But you know how it is. It's like everyone is innocent until proven guilty. Guilty. Bitch, no, you're you're no. <laughs> you're guilty. You're guilty. guilty. <laughs> that's and, crazy, dude. Like, but I wonder why. They keep. Oh, sorry. Don't be yawning after my story. I yawned. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's always Ashley's fault. She yawns, she yawns all the time. All the time. Sorry, I'm going to start bringing coffee each time so I don't yawn. Yeah. I we'll go buy our dollar coffee from QT. <laughs> Ooh, I love QT. Anyway, um, that's my story. Um, I like that story. <laughs> yeah, so it was really speaking, good. We got to keep up with it. Yeah. Speaking of it. preserving evidence, Ooh. I'm doing. John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> Why do we got to do everything three times? <laughs> it's like an OCD thing. Yeah. Um, so Mandy picked this one for me. So I didn't have to research clowns. Thanks. You're welcome. So everybody pretty knows much about this story, but it's interesting because even though he was a clown, um, he didn't like dress up as a clown and like kill people sometimes like maybe like one or two times but not like fully so um john wayne gacy was born in chicago on march 17th 1942 and he died may 10th 1994 so in between all of that i saw a um an episode of a series uh, called Monster in My Family. And it's basically this girl. Um, she was the daughter of the happy face killer, the one that um, murdered those eight women and raped them and oh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So she was the daughter, his daughter. So she decided to kind of go to the families of all these murderers and kind of get them like closure, kind of get them to see like it's not their fault, you know, like that they have this person in their family and kind of just give them and the victims families of the murderers kind of like just like a sense of peace or something so that's her whole thing that she's doing so she did one on john wayne gacy and um they did the whole thing with his sister and his niece so basically she talks about their entire um life so when he was younger their father was actually very violent with them um he drank a lot and he would like he had like this you know those those belts that the old time barbers would use to sharpen their mm-hmm. their blades with well he had one of those and that's what he would use to like spank the kids oh, damn. with and the daughter was like he didn't care like how hard how many times like he just went off like on them so their dad like had a, a violent side like to him pretty much um so There was one point when I think John was like 16 years old. So he was like a good kid, like up until then, like they never really thought like anything of it. Um, But when he was about 16 years old, um, his sister actually went snooping in his room and um, found in his closet a brown bag. So she's like, hmm, what's in here? So she looks in it and it's a pair of silk panties 
Like women's panties, though. It's a women's panties. So she tells her parents and he gets in trouble. They start arguing like blah, blah, blah. And her mom actually tells her, yeah, like your brother has like a fetish for like holding on to like panties, I guess, or like objects of other people because the mom found her own panties in his drawer one time ah, yeah like she she found that's them. weird yeah <laughs> so after this um john and his dad get in a big old fight over like some car that john had bought um and he ends up skipping town and he goes to vegas for an entire year like he runs away from his family um and he actually gets a job in a mortuary it doesn't say what he does at the mortuary like if he's actually working with the dead bodies or he's like just in the front or what mm -hmm. but um he told his sister yeah I, I worked in the mortuary and i just worked with dead bodies but it never says like you know what doing what um. yeah so he comes back um after in vegas and he um him and his dad never really like saw eye to eye so he ends up um getting married to someone because he worked in a shoe store so he ends up getting married to one of the co-workers they have two kids and they move to iowa and in Iowa is when it kind of like starts to take a turn. So he actually got um, arrested for sodomy of two young teenage boys. But he said that he, he was like running for an office. It didn't say what kind of office, but like he had other people that he was running against. So he played it as like, well, they're just making up stories about me because I'm running against them pretty mm -hmm. much. But um, he was arrested. His wife divorced him, took the kids, and he's never seen his kids ever again after that um so then after he was supposed to serve about 10 years for that he ended up only serving about 18 months because he was like on good behavior like mm. in the prison um so he convinced everybody in there and like the wardens and everything that he was like not a danger to anybody so they released him after 18 months um then he moved back to chicago with his mom so they bought a house um his mom helped him buy a house and that's where they lived um, so he ends up like two years later, he owns, uh, and starts this like construction business kind of where he like, um, puts, uh, like concrete and stuff down, like in houses and like helps decorate them. And what's weird is that all of his, um, employees are all young men. So they're all like 16, 17, 15. Um, and he would tell everybody, well, I can't pay professionals, you know, that much. So I need like people that are willing to learn things, you know, cause that way he didn't have to pay them so much. So that's what he said was that, um, within this, he ends up getting married to another lady, um, which was actually his sister's high school friend. And so her the sister's kind of like, Hmm, that's a little weird, but okay. Y'all love each other. That's fine. So they stayed married, um, but they, they doesn't interview the wife. It only does one interview. And she says that one night uh, that he would always make excuses. Like he'd always like leave in the middle of the night and say, well, I got to go meet somebody. I got to go do this. I got to do, go do that. So um, he ended up coming home one night and she's like, sees a boy, like a, a kid, like in his car. And then she's like, you know, what's going on? And he's he's like, oh, I just stopped by to get something from the garage. You know, we need to go and like take care of this house or something like that. So the boy gets out of the car and they both go into the garage. She doesn't see the boy's face, but she sees that he has like blonde hair and that he's like a teenage teenager. Um, so then they he leaves out of the garage. I don't know if the boy leaves with him. She didn't say, but she sneaks into the garage and she finds um, a blanket on the floor she sees a red light bulb that's on like in the garage and she sees um, silver heavy chains. 
And she says that she never asked him what it was or why, because she didn't want him to know that she had creeped into the garage. So she never like said anything about it. Um, so after that, his sister says that they he pretty much started to change and he started to kind of like become more like all into himself. He started to become more irritable. He started to become more like he would see things on like the news about like, um, you know, like murderers or like shoplifters and stuff. And he would start saying things like, oh, well, I would have just shot him or, oh, I would have killed him. Like he starts saying things like that. Um, and one one night, um, I think it was. I think it was in when he came back into Chicago, his wife went out of town. And he actually picks up this runaway kid. I forgot what his name was. I don't think I wrote it down. But he picks up the kid and they're suspecting that it was like a sexual thing between him and this kid. Mm -hmm. Um, So the morning, the next morning, I guess the kid's trying to leave. They get in some kind of like argument. And um, John Wayne Gacy actually stabs the kid because he's the only victim that was ever stabbed. Like none of the other victims were stabbed. Um, so then he stabs him and then kills him. Um, another night, a couple of years later, um, this guy that was working for him, his name was Tony. I'm going to butcher this. Um, Tony Antonucci. He was about 16 years old at the time. Um, and John Wagesi would have been like 33, 34. Um, he started working for him part-time and he was like, you know, there was a lot of us younger kids, but we all wanted to buy cars and, you know, save up, you know, we were like young men. He's like, so we wanted to like, you know, pick up girls and stuff in our cars. He's like, so we took whatever jobs we could find. He's like, um, that one time his parents were out of town and John Wayne Gacy stops at his house unannounced or anything like that. And he says that he's just coming to check up on him because his parents are away. So, yeah. So Tony lets him in the house. And um, Tony was like a wrestler in high school. So John Wayne Gacy kind of like tells him like, okay, like, let's see what, you know, what you got, bro. Like, let's see, you know, like if you can take me down type of thing. So the Tony guy's like, I'm 16 years old. Like I can beat your ass like pretty much. So they start wrestling and Tony feels handcuffs go like over his wrist. Oh my God. Yeah. So he's trying to like, you know, struggle away from him. So he does like struggle. Um, but John Wayne Gacy gets the other um, Hand, handcuff wrist. yeah, on his wrist, on the other wrist, but he doesn't like completely secure it. So then he like has him handcuffed. So he gets up and he says, uh, Tony says he leaves the room, but he was able to get out of the handcuffs. But what he did was he pretended to still be like locked up in them. And um, he like gets uh, when John Wayne Gacy comes back, he like pretty much like like rips his legs out from like under him and then like throws him to the floor and actually handcuffs John Wayne Gacy. And so he said that the look on his face was like, Oh shit. Like he was taken like by it. Yeah. Like he didn't expect it. That's a smart kid. though. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, he said that he played it off as like, Oh, well, you know, you're the only person that's ever done this to me. Like you passed the test kind of thing. So he was like playing it off. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> And um, yeah, so Tony actually keeps working for him because he's like, I was a kid at the time. He's like, so I was like, oh, my God. okay, like I passed the test. Like, cool. Like, you know, I feel like really awesome. He's like, but when I look back at it, I'm like, I was kind of stupid. Like I should. Yeah, probably should have ran. Yeah. But then like a month or so later, one of the other um, employers that was working there with him, another like teenage kid goes missing. 
So he doesn't show up for work and um, him and Tony were supposed to work on a house together and he's not there. But John tells um, Tony, oh, well, he called and said that he went back to Puerto Rico and that kid was never seen like ever again. They didn't know what happened oh to him. Oh, my God. Yeah. So um, basically that was like his ploy. Like, because he was a clown, so he started, but when he started the business, he started dressing up as a clown. And he started, like, what I think is that he started dressing up as Pogo the Clown because it actually gave him access to a whole lot of people. So he would go to a lot of parties. People would book him for things. Um, even, like, the mayor of Chicago even, like, booked him for, like, one of his parties or his kids' parties. So he, like, started becoming, like, the life of the party. People really loved him. He, like, made himself seem like he was, like, this great business guy and, like, you know, this all-around good guy. So it actually gave him access to a whole bunch of people. And kids. And kids. Uh. Yes. So I think, like, he doesn't necessarily kill them in the clown costume, but he uses the clown as, like... To get access. Resources. Exactly. So Mm. he's like, you know, I'm, you know, a good person. I'm a clown. Like, why would I kill people? Like, you know, type of thing. And he actually told, like, an officer, because they did... um, interviews on some of the cops and investigators and one of the officers told him that john told him like you know like clowns can get away with murder because they're so nice and like everybody loves them so he was basically like throwing that out to him like i'm gonna get away with this because everyone thinks i'm a good person type of thing um so he would use like his tricks as a clown to like trick other people so with the cuffs he would like put them on himself And then um, he would get out of them. So he'd tell the kids, look, like, let me try it on you. You try to get out of it now. And they can't. And that's how he would get them. And and, then once they had the um, handcuffs on, he would do a like similar trick, but with a piece of rope. So he would like put it around his neck and make it seem like he could get out of it. But then he would put it on them. And then that's how he would strangle them to death pretty much Mm. so he they would go along with it because they thought he was doing a trick Mm. you know like oh like my clown magic my clown trick but that's how he would like get his victims pretty much Mm. um yeah it's like really crazy um so the one the one i guess that pretty much oh all the sorry all the men all the young men that he um had murdered were between 14 and 21 years old so there was he had like a different ages mm-hmm. like so I guess like so he wouldn't I don't know I guess he tried to like make it different anyways um but there was one that there was one kid um his name was John John Zick Zick or something like that um he was actually in I forgot where it was somewhere in Chicago but they don't know how he ended up like with John Wayne Gacy. Like they were trying to figure it out. All the other ones, like they've had like witnesses and stuff say like, okay, I've seen him with him and like blah, blah, blah. But this one, they were trying to figure it out. And one of the investigators said um, that he would actually, John Wayne Gacy would actually have like a red police light. So he looked like an unmarked car. So he would like see a kid or something that he wanted to get. And he would turn the lights on and tell them like, oh, you're out after curfew put the handcuffs on them and put them in the car. So that's what they're thinking happened to this John Zick guy, because there's no way like he could ever have been like, he wasn't working for him. He wasn't like anywhere near him. He so that's random. How yeah. He mm-hmm. was a random one. And then the one that pretty much tipped it over and got like 
all of his murders to be out in the open was this kid named Robert. It's either Peace or Peaced, Peist or Peace, something like that. Um, his mom actually came to the corner store where he was working to pick him up. But she was like 15 or 20 minutes early. Um, and so he's like, hold on, like, I'm going to go talk to this guy about another job and it's going to pay me more than here. So she's like, OK, so she's waiting there for her son. 20 minutes go by, 25, 30 minutes go by. And she's like, OK, so she gets off the car and he's gone, like nowhere to be seen. So then um, the next day they go and they file the missing persons report and they go talk to the people in the corner store. And there was someone that said, no, well, the guy he was talking to was John Wayne Gacy. That's the last person that, you know, he was talking to. He said he was going to go talk to him. So that's like someone saw and knew that it was John Wayne Gacy. So then the officers went to his house to question him. And what made them suspicious was that when he went over, he was like pissed that they were there. He was like irritated. He was like, why are you here? Like, blah, blah, blah. He denied like any contact whatsoever. So they actually um, arrested him. Well, not arrested him, but like took him in for like questioning and held him there while they went and searched his house. So they couldn't find anything. The only weird thing they found was that he had an opening like in his floor, like a that goes into a crawl space. They didn't find anything the first time in the crawl space. They just saw like that it was just like a crawl space. So they were like, okay, they didn't see anything. They didn't or nothing like that. But what they said was weird and made them want to go back was that there was a lot of stuff in his house that did not belong to him. So it was like necklaces. They even found like a class ring, like all this kind of stuff. Mm. So the class ring that they found, it actually went back to that John Zick guy. It was his class ring. So they called the mom. And was like, hey, like, you know, can we talk to your son? Because they thought that somehow they were connected. The mom tells him, well, he's actually been missing since like 1970 something. So they didn't find out. um, The Robert Peace guy was like in the 1980s or 85 or something like that. So they were like, well, my son's been missing since like 77. Like, so that's what ticked them off. And they were like, what the hell? So they go to the mom's house and they start researching and researching. um, But they can't get a warrant. Like to go search his house. So what they did was they had officers um, on standby 24-7, like watching his every move. But John Wayne Gacy being himself, he was like trying to convince them that he was a good guy. So he would invite them in for like coffee and like drinks and like all this kind of stuff. Trying to like, you know, I'm a good person. Like, you know, like, why are you going to like? So one of the officers actually was like, can I use your restroom? So he's like, yeah, sure. Like, go ahead. Like, use my restroom. So he goes into the restroom and the restroom he was in the, I guess like the furnace or whatever that was in the restroom was connected, like coming up from the basement. And so um, he calls his Lieutenant and is like, it smells like death in here. He's like, oh that's gosh. what I smell is death. And so they used that to get a warrant to go in and search. That's when they bring in the forensic people and they start finding all of the bodies. Oh like in the back. So the first night they found three. So they tell the the people, like, we found three bodies, like, down here. So they that's when they start, like, investigating everything. Um, in his house, there was a total of 27 bodies. Um, like, the bottom, like, in the basement? Yeah, in that crawl space. So what they thought, like, when they started going in there, they were, like, they didn't see anything, but they saw, like, mounds, like, little mounds everywhere. So they were, like, okay, that's weird. So they started, like, carefully digging. That's when they started, like bringing up like the skeletons and like all the bones pretty much. Um, 
So basically they found 27 bodies in his house, um, but the total number that he confessed to was 33. So they found some of them in the Chicago River that he like had dumped there, I guess, in the beginning when Mm -hmm. he first started like killing. Um, They found a lot of them there, like in the. um, Yeah, in there. Um, So basically he was it took him three hours to come to a um a verdict and after three hours they were like you're sentenced to death but for about four years four four or five years he actually tried to um post bail like he tried to appeal everything like every year he tried to appeal and he was denied good every single year um because he thought that he was going to be able to get out of it and so um, he ended up not um, getting appeal, so they executed him, and he died on May 10th, 1994. Damn. Yeah. Good. It's crazy. But the video is, like, super sad because, like, you see his sister and his niece. Like, it doesn't bring the kids in at all because yeah. they, like, want nothing to do with it. Um, but his sister, like, I felt so bad because she was, like, she wanted so bad to, like, talk to the families and tell them, like, how sorry she was for what her brother did. But they, they, no one would ever talk to her, like, at yeah. all. So finally, mm-hmm. the sister of um, John Zeck, or Zeke or Zeck, uh-huh. um, finally said yes. So she got to, like, at least talk to one of, like, the families. Um, but it was just crazy, like, how, like, nobody suspected him for so long because he was, like, this great business person. He was, like, you know, a clown, and he, was like, made everybody happy, and he was, like, the life of the party. Like, no one suspected a It's thing. always the ones that you don't expect. It's the yeah. ones that put up, like, this first saw that they're this great person, and really yeah. they're the, there's, like, this evil, rotting thing inside, you mm-hmm. know? And that's what his sister said, because they asked her, like, you know, do you have, like, any hatred, like, toward, or did you have any hatred towards your brother? And she's, like... It's so hard and I don't know how to like handle it because how can you love somebody that's so evil? She's like, but if you let like the hatred fester in there, it's just going to make you bitter. She's like, so even though my brother was so evil and he did so awful things, she's like, I can't help but love him because he's my brother. She's like, but I can't help like what he did. And that's what the other sister said too. She was like, don't think for one second that you or your sister or your parents or your daughter like had anything to do with it. Like we, we know that it's not you. She's like, we know that it was like your brother. And I was just like, Holy, like it's a good, good season. Like, or that episode, like that show is so good. Y'all should watch it. It's really good. Mm -hmm. Go watch it guys. It's called monster in my family. It's really good. But it like went into like complete detail of like, Everything. It was like, yeah, it was like 45 minutes. I was like <gasps> hooked hooked on it. I was like watching <laughs> it like, oh, my God. But it's it's crazy. And some um, bodies um, are still not identified because it was a total of 33 that he confessed to. But they only found 27 in the home and then a few of them in the river. But there's like maybe a couple that haven't been identified. There was some back then that weren't identified. But nowadays, like with the. DNA testing and everything, they were able to identify them, mm-hmm. but there's still a few that are not um, identified. Sad. Yeah. And it was all all men, pretty much. What an ass. Yeah. And they said that in um, court that he... He really didn't show any kind of like remorse that he didn't show any kind of like emotion like through the entire um, court. He was kind of just sitting there like staring forward pretty much yeah like they already knew he did it yeah 
pretty He's much guilty. <laughs> but what I think is like, um, cause the first time he, when he went to jail for the two boys, like the sodomy boys that, you know, um, that his dad actually died because his dad had cancer. So his dad died while he was in jail. So he took that as like, he killed his dad because of like, he was like, I failed him. Like he thought I was a failure because I went to jail and his family tried to get him to like, no, like it wasn't your fault. He died of cancer, like from cirrhosis of the liver. So it wasn't his fault, but I wonder if that's what ticked him like to go the other way yeah. because of his dad being so violent. And then he died while he was in prison. Like, I wonder if that was like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. I'm trying to be good and not say anything. (laughs) (laughs) You already know how I feel about that. Yeah. I just, uh, I just can't, I can't like, I'm just, I'm glad he's gone. Yeah. Same. Um, but I just found an article right now. Um, cause remember earlier we were coming over here. I told you that they recently found a new victim. They identified a new victim. Yeah. Um, so they identified James Byron Heckinson, age 16. And his remains were, um, identified, uh, mm. in 2017. Wow. July of 2017. This was him. Oh, poor honey. Bye. Byron, Byron, <laughs> James Byron Hackinson, poor babies. Dang. Yeah, so That's they're crazy. still they're still like yeah. And this article they're says still that they're popping still up bodies. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, they they found them no. all, but they couldn't identify. Yeah, them. with because yeah. back then they didn't have like the, the DNA the DNA stuff. Yeah. So like recently in the two thousands, they're finally able to like run it through the database that and is stuff. So sad. But also too, what's sad is that back then especially like in the seventies and stuff, like a lot of people didn't report missing mm-hmm. children. So like, I'm wondering if the ones they can't identify, if they ran them through the database, it's because nobody filed a missing persons report on them. Yeah. And that's sad. That's, that's what yeah. the sister of John Zek said. She was like a missing kid in Chicago. She's like, all it's going to be like, if we call it in, it's just going to be a form that's filed away. She's like, yeah. cause we're in Chicago. She's oh, like, it's not like God. a, Oh my God, they're going to go looking. But that's why the other kid, the one at the grocery store or the corner Mm -hmm. store, because it wasn't in Chicago, it was actually in Del Del Mines or Del something, which was actually like 30 minutes away from Chicago. So it was a smaller town, like a smaller place. And this kid was like, he came from a family, like a well-off like family. Well, his mm-hmm. mom was outside waiting for him. Yeah, exactly. I so. wonder like, uh, I just wonder like what he said to get him to go with him. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if he was like, Hey, I can offer you a job. Like come fill out an application real quick. You know what I mean? Or yeah. something. Which is what Which I'm just thinking. makes me so like mad. Like that's <sighs> what I'm thinking. Because like, if he told his mom, like, wait, like I'm just going to go real quick. I wonder if he told him that like, oh, well, I have like, you know, just fill out the application in my car real quick and then just put him in handcuffs and throw yeah. him in the car. Oh, Mm-mm. my God. That's horrible. No, no, no. It's so horrible. Yeah. Hell no. I actually remember in high school, um, we reviewed his trial. Oh, really? Yeah. But I can barely remember it. <laughs> my senior it was high year. school. <laughs> I took um, I took criminal justice my senior year and like we had to pick... Um, somebody's trial to like review and do a summary on and I think he was one that was assigned to me but it wasn't like it's high school like yeah. they're not going to give you details like that I just know like what he did how many people he murdered the evidence they found which is the bodies under his house 
but I didn't know that it was in his basement. I thought he literally like buried them. Oh, we didn't get, I didn't get a lot of detail on it. And then like that, he got the death penalty, but I didn't know all of that. (laughs) Yeah. Like he actually made a crawl space. That's crazy. So, and then I'm also like, why wouldn't they have crawled into the crawl space? They had time to look. Like they just saw it and like, oh, well, they weird. did. They, they went, crawled in uh, there? yeah, the first two investigators when they were searching his house while they, they held him. It. Yeah, they, they did go mountains. under there. But uh, when they went under there, they didn't see like the little mounds. And they didn't, like they didn't put two and two together at first. And which was weird because they had like this. Um, the investigators said when they got out of there, they were like covered in like this white stuff. Basically, the, the stuff that was used is like to take the moisture Ugh. out of like the air. So I guess so they wouldn't smell. Yeah. Pretty much. So they were pro- they were in a part of the house where they couldn't smell the death. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ugh. So I, I don't know how like the other officer, I guess, from like that part was the ventilation probably didn't have anything there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And then just it ha- so happened that the also, officer could why, smell it. How crazy do you have to be to keep all these bodies under your house? Like yeah, like think why? Think of it spiritually. Why would like you do that? they're gonna be haunting you. Like I also I read know. too that his property is up for sale right now. I'm yeah. going. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I would be like, there was I 27 people. Yeah. Here. No. Do I get a discount? Can you like, imagine no. like those poor souls? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I hope just, they at least put them to rest after just, they were found. Like. I think what what's like the energy that stayed there, you know what I mean? Yeah. From like them being tortured and stuff and like raped. Oh, just yeah. I'm trying not to cuss. Yeah. <laughs> Why I already did. <laughs> I know, yeah. but Tim's gonna have to like cut me oh. all out. <laughs> True. But yeah. So he didn't he didn't like dress up as a clown and kill people, but he used the clown like oh he I was do magic. Happy, and he, he was this happy clown that made everybody happy mm-hmm. but he was freaking evil yeah because he's like the evil clown serial killer like yeah, yeah. you look up evil clowns and his he's name is one. everywhere <laughs> yeah true true mm-hmm. that, that's horrible that's why i don't like clowns well i'm like. glad he's dead <laughs> i'm glad he's dead too so mm-hmm. he got what he deserved i'm just sad that it took so long and yeah. so many people that was like that's uh, that's a lot of kids yeah a lot of Poor young That's men a whole that died lot. by his hands. Yeah, Horrible. but it pisses me off. I have a funny story of why I'm so terrified of clowns. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on, let us know. So, um, it it actually is because of it, the Tim Curry movie. Like my cousins wanted to put it on, and I was like, no, 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 no. Like I don't want to put it on. So they made me watch it. So I was terrified. Like I was scared. But then Halloween one time. Um, oh God! When, yeah, I was like. I don't know, like seven, eight, maybe like I was a kid. So my parents take me um, trick or treating and we go up to a house and this house like has a big driveway and it's lined with clowns. Like they just have like people dressed up in clowns, but like, you know, the killer Mm -hmm. crazy looking clowns. So it's lined up and I didn't want to go. And I was like, no, like I'm not going like up to the canyon. Like, no. So my dad walks with me to like, he's like, I'll, I'll go with you. So he takes me up. I get the candy. I'm going back. Well, he tells one of the clowns to chase me. <laughs> he ch- yes. Like oh they chased God. me like not the whole block down, but like half the way. And I just bolted. So yes. I was like, I what the hell? Pop. Yes. I was just like, what? So this clown starts chasing me. So I'm like running down. I drop my candy and I'm just like, yeah, I'm getting out of here. Like, 
hell no. So I was like, I was traumatized for like a long time. I wonder Sorry. why when I was talking about Megan Bell, how she was being chased. And I was like, she never came back from that girl. Yep. Shaking your head like, mm-hmm, yeah, I know the feeling. Like, yep. Like, Dramatic. So, yeah. So that's oh why I'm God. like really, really terrified. I mean, I can look at one now, like on like a picture or something. Like it mm-hmm. still cringes me. But like, if I see one in person, I'm like, mm. <laughs> like away. I tense up. Fun and I'm like, back like away. Tim's terrified of clowns he Ooh. is that's his phobia really yeah tim my man i'm yeah. coming for He's you tim terrified of clowns you like know. When, you know. when we i wanted to i was the one that wanted to go see the new it when it first came out the mm-hmm. remake and like the whole time i'm sitting there and i'm like with my eyes like just like into the movie and he's like holding my arms and like his hands sweating he's like looking away and then like after the movie he was like that was the most scariest thing I've ever seen I was like it wasn't even scary and I looked at him and he's like all sweating and then um we didn't get to watch the second one because I was pregnant or whatever and I went you know yeah whatever anyways so we waited until the movie came out and we watched it at home and this is like a few months ago and he, i'm sitting there and i'm watching i don't know if y'all, i have a snapchat if it, i could post it on instagram <laughs> Do i'll it. post it on instagram i'll expose him i have the video still um so they're showing a part in it too and i'm sitting there i'm just like whatever and i look over at him and like he's his eyes are just like big he's like curled up and his face is all like distorted like he, he can't like look him. away but he's so terrified like he's too scared to like <laughs> not look you know what I mean like yeah. and then you just hear him go oh my god like <laughs> so oh funny damn. yeah he was all terrified yep. he was scared to go to sleep after that but yeah I have to watch something happy if there's something with clowns I have to watch something happy afterwards like, <laughs> a Disney movie after. yeah well I like in the it too I didn't expect them to show him like actually eating the kids I yeah. know. And so like that's what got me like that's what made me scared and like I remember the baby was asleep in the pack and play and the pack and play was like close to the TV and I was like get her away from the TV I don't want him to crawl out and eat her <laughs> like <laughs> See, but I don't know what it is. Like I I was able to go watch the movie. I mean, obviously I was like, you know, sitting like this kind of like with your looking. eyes closed but yes, your ears with open. My eyes uh-huh. closed but my ears open. But like it didn't scare me as much as Tim Curry did. Like Mm. I think because I knew that like it's a remake or something. Yeah. And I knew that it was like I don't know. I I just feel like they tried too much to make him like really creepy. Yeah. Instead of like Tim Curry like he's a legit regular clown. That's what scared me the most was Mm -hmm. because he was a regular clown. That's why like I'm so scared like when I see like a happy clown I'm like they're gonna go they're gonna grow fangs they're gonna come and they're gonna like bite off my arms they're gonna bite off my head like I just feel like they're gonna (laughs) like get all like creepy. That's what scared me the most like I just don't I don't like clowns. (laughs) No clowns no clowns no clowns so real quick before we wrap it up i do have top seven scariest clown movies dun, dun, dun. <laughs> i'll just oh. go over it real quick ready to swallow my hot cheeto so the seven scariest clowns in horror history mm. the poltergeist 1982 yep the clown that tried to kill robbie Yep. Nah. Hate that. House of a Thousand Corpse, 2003. This was also directed by 
Rob Zombie. I love Rob Zombie. And fun fact, my uncle saw this movie in the movie theaters with Matt Myron. and they first started dating and he was like, I could not sleep for weeks after watching that movie. Oh, dang. Yeah, he said he was terrified. <laughs> it's 1990 Tim Curry. Oh, I love him. He is <laughs> number five on the list. Wow. Dang. We all screamed for ice cream in 2007. Look at this clown. It's creepy as clown. Oh, <laughs> oh, hell no. He's not creepy. He looks like he has a disease. Top, um, number three is Stitches 2012. Stitch- Ew. I've never seen that. I'll put these on I've Instagram never seen if that. Instagram lets me. Mm. And this one, and I've oh seen God. previews of this one, and I actually watched this one on YouTube, and it's all kinds of effed up. This one's called Clown. That um, came out in 2014. It's an indie film. The whole movie, fun fact, is on YouTube for free. That's how I watched it. And it's messed up. Really? It's like 10 times messed up as it. Is that number one? This is number two. Oh, number two. Oh, yeah. Number one is Killer Clowns from Outer Space that came out in 1988. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Killer Clowns. Yeah, and it's bad. on Netflix. I like that one. <laughs> It's whack. Nope. <laughs> so those are our top seven scariest clowns in horror history. You know who I thought was a cute clown? You watched American Horror Story? Don't yes. use it. Uh-uh. Why? He was horrible. But, his face came off. Okay, <laughs> but like his story. <laughs> but he, I wouldn't mind what him having me that again? up. The circus, circus one? Wasn't like the fourth one? Five? Was it five? One? Season five? Five or six? I don't know, but I like One of those. I like I that like clown. That yeah. Mm-hmm. He killed people. <laughs> I do not like They say that, that his one. character was based off of uh, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the Zodiac Killer. If, fun fact. Like, it was a mix of Zodiac Killer and John Wayne. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't even like it anymore. But fun fact, when I was watching American Horror Story, because I love American Horror Story, I was watching it by myself and nobody was home. <laughs> and I didn't know there was gonna be a freaking clown, killer clown in there. And so I'm sitting there folding clothes and he pops up and I was like, <gasps> and I, like did the thing. I was like, oh my God. So I turned it off and I was like, what the fuck was that? I was like, a clown? Oh it was a clown. I was like, oh Duh. hell no. So I didn't watch it until like people were home and my door was open, my lights were on, and I was like going like this. Like, oh no. Okay. I don't like it's so sad, right? You get like mixed feelings of clowns. Yeah. True. Like mm-hmm. Killer clowns and real clowns that are nice, not killers or rapists or perverts or any of the bad ones. Still scare me. The happy ones are happy. Still scare me. I like clowns. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Like I will tend, like if there's a real clown, I I will tense up. I had a circus birthday and it was, I, I liked it. (laughs) Yeah. I barely remember it though. When my kid's born. You're going to the first birthday party. It's going to be circus. I'm not going. I want to do that for Sabrina. I want to have a circus birthday I will not for her. go. You should. You're yes, coming. you will. will go. You will be there. Mm-mm. I you're gonna I will there. hire a clown just to sit next to you. I'm not going. <laughs> the clown's all, let me do yeah. these tricks. I'm like, nope, no, just follow you, this girl. Ashley, Ashley, <laughs> your famous quote that you were saying all day yesterday. I'm just going to like mail you a, a present. Because oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I can really go. I'll just send them a nice gift. Yeah. I'll just, just send, send them a, a nice gift. <laughs> no, ma'am. That's her thing. I'm, I'll send them a nice gift. <laughs> and if you have stories you want to send us about clowns, about clowns. 
about aliens, about murders, conspiracies, anything, send them to us. To our Gmail at scarynotscarypodcast at gmail.com. You can also check out our website, scarynotscarypodcast.com. And check out our Patreon page if you want to support us. Mm -hmm. We are actually in discussions of doing Patreon-only episodes. Yeah. If you want to become a Patreon donor and get in with the episodes that are coming out just for Patreon, check out our tiers and you'll have some bonus episodes of us discussing other things than what we actually publish out. To Exclusive content. Uh, Exclusive. And this time I... I mean, I'll, I always cuss, but this time will be worse. <laughs> Unfiltered. <laughs> Unfiltered. It will be unfiltered sure. for sure for our Patreon donors. So we already in discussions about what we're going to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget to follow us on our social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, and our personal Snapchats. Mm-hmm. Or Instagrams. Or Instagrams. I'm like way more better on Instagram, guys. <laughs> I think I'm way more. I've gotten really bad on Instagram, like on my personal one. Yeah. I yeah, me too. I haven't posted in I, a while. Yeah. Mm, I'm thinking about like archiving what I have and like re like posting new stuff on there. We'll see. I'm going to mm. do a whole, what is it? Um, makeover. Makeover. <laughs> on my Instagram. Hmm. And don't forget to rate and review us on the iTunes podcast app. Subscribe to us and follow us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, all of the major platforms we're on everything and i think that's it guys yay you got it it. and until next time remember to always stay scary